When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Box Trek. I am your host, Matt. I am today. We are joined by, as I always call her, Lady Sarah. Sarah, how are we doing today? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm great. Um, this is kind of cool. I asked you if you were planning on watching the live action version of Cowboy Bebop. And uh, you're like, sure, I'll check it out. And uh, so you did with no knowledge of the anime. So it's kind of interesting because I've seen the anime. You have not, so I think it's going to be cool to get your perspective on it, um, because the internet seems quite mixed on how they feel about this. And I and I and I could see that. I think when I first kind of like was looking into it to see like who was cast in it and stuff, um, I do remember like some people uh, getting upset about um, oh, what's her name? Her name's D- Danielle. She's the one that Danielle played- Pineda. Yeah. She plays Faye and like I kind of have like a little bit of a girl crush on her she was in Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom and I was just like she's kind of just like a huge standout like she was super funny and then yeah when you suggest like suggested it I started you know tinkering around and I was like she's in it obviously John's in it um but like I really don't know a whole lot of the other people like I don't know who the guy is that plays Vicious you know what I mean? So, like, it was nice to know a little bit, but not, like, too, too much going into the actual show itself. Yeah, John Cho, um, I mean, he's obviously the standout sort of star of of this. He's, uh, you know, he was, I mean, he's been in tons of stuff. I mean, Harold and Kumar, he's much more of a comedic actor. And I was actually looking at some um, interviews where he's saying, I'm, this is kind of interesting because he gets to do something a little more physical, mm-hmm. uh, which which is cool. Um, but I loved him in it. I absolutely, I guess I'm in the camp where I loved this show. I know sort of the internet has, has a little bit of, of pushback on it. Um, but, uh, and I, other than like, I know he's in like Harold and Kumar, you know, go to White Castle. And like He did a little bit of fencing in Star Trek. He did, he did right. have one, one yeah, fight. He's Sulu. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's Sulu. Yeah, so I mean, he's 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 in he's in big stuff. I guess Harold and Kumar is the first thing I think of um, when I think of him. But uh, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely been in more. He was in some show with Karen Gilligan um, from Doctor Who and Jumanji. Yeah, uh, uh, Nebula. I was going to say Gamora. Nebula. Yeah, and I think it only lasted one season. Um, let me look that up. What, what was what was the name of that show? But. Um, uh, tr- 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 like I'm having like a, a like a flashback. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find it, but, um, none, nonetheless, yeah, he was, he was in some show with her, but, uh, ultimately here we get him in Netflix's an live action anime version of Cowboy Bebop and Netflix is doing this. They're going like kind of hardcore into anime animation. Um, they're taking a lot of, I don't know, they're diving deep into like video games and stuff like that to sort of do these, these anime adaptations. Um, most live, just like video games, most live action anime adaptations have been absolutely awful to say the least. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, um, like the live action avatar, the last airbender and, um, God, Dragon Ball. Oh my God. That was like the single worst movie ever <laughs> to be, um, to be entirely honest. But so I think, go ahead. I said, is Detective Pikachu in that category? Um, no, I'd say that's more in the video game. Okay. The video video game category. Um, but yeah, Detect Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu, I think, was okay. I think the Sonic movie, uh, highest grossing movie of 2020. Right. Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean. Right. Right. Uh was 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 okay. But um I think uh I I I thought this I thought this was great. Um and I'll dive into it a little a little bit here. So I guess so you had no knowledge of, of any of this going into it. So like what what did you think like start to finish with no knowledge of the backstory whatsoever? I think the first thing that I picked up on that like really um like pulled me in was uh the music and you had mentioned to me that it was the same person who did the anime so little things like that i i i'm really into like little touches little subtle touches like that and so um you know that first opening episode i think it's like a they're in a, like a space casino or something like that and like um if if i i think if i didn't know that it was an anime or like that there was a certain style to it. It might've been a little too funky for me. Um, but like, no, I really appreciated how the fighting looked, how um, uh, the colors were used in it. Um, all the different side characters. I don't know if you've ever seen Twin Peaks before, but like, it's a really ethereal weird kind of show it was david lynch's like show that he had for quite a few years and like i was just getting these kind of like just weird in a really really good quality way like if that makes sense yeah 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 um no 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 i get that yeah and uh yeah yoko uh kano um is is the composer's name and she did the original and uh james uh or john cho even said uh quote here saying that like i made sure that she was locked in before saying yes i didn't think the show should go forward without her involvement so yeah pre pretty su pretty sweet and um let me uh just because we're because i'm doing this on um i can do this here so uh if you look at the this is where this is what I like about the series is that the the connection between okay so 
and this will, I guess, dive into some of a little bit of the, of the of the criticism. So some of the criticisms of the show say that it's too it's too departed from the original, um, which does sometimes happen in live action versions. Sometimes they just go in their own direction and like just we're gonna do our own thing. Like go watch the Super Mario Brothers movie. It is like nothing at all uh <laughs> like the games granted that is the 80s and and you can you can you can view that in in different in different ways um but then you look at something like to me like like the power rangers movie not the like original power rangers movie that came out when the show was on the one a few years ago with um elizabeth banks in it like that movie, I remember seeing the trailers for and thinking it's going to be absolutely god awful. Uh, like, and then I watched it and they just said, Look, we know what we are and we're just going to go for it. And I thought it was great. They even said, like, It's Morphin Time. They played Go Go Power Rangers. Like, it was great. It, like, it wasn't a great movie, but it was a great experience. And that's kind of like what I feel this did. Yeah, is that they. Or like we are gonna pay as much homage as we possibly can. So um just look like even looking side by side at Tank, which is the song, uh the opening song, like the opening song compared to the opening of the anime, it's it's like almost they do like a frame by frame live action. Those opening credits are like stunning. Like there was like two episodes I had to like just get to the episode and skip through the credits and I was like, I don't wanna do this. This intro is just like it's just so good. Yeah, it's so Yeah, it's so cool and it's it's like frame by frame such a great sort of recreation as well as a um like paying homage to it. Like things at the end when it says like see you later space cowboy, like that's um very much something. Obviously the music is a tie-in. I um I even think the costuming, like some people say oh it looks a little too cosplayery but i think like the world they crafted looks unique it looks kind of like the um anime there were definitely some characters that you know like looked a little sort of different i would say like vicious to me was the one that is if you were to sort of see vicious in the show compared to vicious in the in the live action um the original versus live action i should i should say uh he's definitely like more brutal in 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 the anime uh than he is in in the live action version so i think that was a sort of a departure for everybody but i still feel like they did great i thought it was really cool when they revealed that his father was uh boromir's father from lord of the rings it took me yes I've seen him in something before. And uh yeah, I was like, yeah, he he would be a, a, a crappy father. Like he he does the crappy father role pretty pretty well. So yeah. I was like Yeah, yeah that was Yeah, that was an interesting cast. Um cuz he oh, he was he was not somebody who I was uh not somebody who I was who I was expecting um to to be in this. But uh, Faye, I think she she was one who people were sort of some people really appreciating the way that they changed her. Um, other people were sort of upset. I liked yeah. her costume in this. I liked that she still wore the yellow. 
I didn't feel like she necessarily needed to wear like the anime like rubber, you know, top. And there's, there's only so much like your a, a human body can do, you know, in right. terms of like and you know, going from an anime uh built figure to a, you know, she looked like she's probably five foot two maybe at the most, right. uh, Danielle. So and I, I think I do remember that seeing that kind of Twitter stuff, like some of the the fanboys were a little bit uh upset that like yeah that the costume wasn't like quite there but again uh you got to be functional when you're moving around as a human being so yeah i you know what are you gonna do what are you gonna do yeah yeah it was it was fine so um okay so again i've 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 seen the i've seen the anime there was definitely a lot of scenes that they pull i mean a lot of it is pulled straight from it the ending is definitely a like big departure um like huge departure okay uh, from the anime like that's by far the biggest change um because i guess some kind of spoiler here for you uh because you haven't seen the anime yet but um the big biggest change is that in the anime they still have the fight same place and everything but it's sort of left open um to the idea that um spike dies it's like oh, that's, it just kind of okay. so it ends it ends after their fight you just sort of see him like what he's like super injured and it's it's just sort of left it, it's left it's completely left open to the to the viewer as to whether he lives or he dies interesting and uh i i have a question uh was is the uh, julia stuff kind of the same like was she mm-hmm. she was like okay because that kind of reminded me um of sort of when uh yeah she does uh, not like she does not like survive and then go on to like run the okay okay then that makes that makes total sense um it was giving me a kira vibes from um the solo movie when uh when she's like i i i'm crimson dawn now like i'm i'm the person you talk to so that was pretty that was pretty interesting you know she's out for power i don't blame her uh i guess but yeah no it was it was pretty interesting and um i don't know john cho he just uh he did this such a good job at at carrying that kind of nonchalant but like that loyal almost kind of uh you know again not to compare it to star wars but almost a sort of harrison ford poe dameron kind of like uh you know tough guy kind of exterior but you could tell there's some some mushiness inside and i thought it was super interesting in the episode where you see um vicious and him like when they used to be partners you know like kind Mm -hmm. of side by side and then you can totally tell that like you know vicious is definitely going to be going in one direction and that you know uh spike's not going to be able to maintain or fearless isn't going to be able to maintain this partnership with him it was really interesting when rather than killing vicious he went off and took care of that neptune crew instead or right. that, that other gang and i just thought that was really interesting that just kind of shows a a loyalty there i i don't know it, it i wonder if he has the same kind of loyalty at this point for um what's his friend jet or Jet. If he's still right. kind of ha- if he's got like a wall up you know what i mean if he's going to be able to to break that down so that they could like be partners again i don't know i just thought that was an interesting 
play. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's really interesting because where they leave it is completely uncharted territory. So they can now kind of I mean, they can now go in any direction they want with with this, which is which is cool because for a TV show, I don't think you're you're going to do just sort of like most a lot of animes um, are like 26 episodes and like that's it. There are one sort of like a one shot 26 episode run you know typically based off like a manga um and that's sort of it uh that's just sort of how 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 it goes um and that's kind of cool um so in the anime there's there's 26 episodes of the anime and then there is a movie which would fit in like i forget exactly where it fits in but it's basically like another episode would fit in around like you know episode like 14 or, or something like that um but uh yeah i mean so that so that's sort of it so now it's like uncharted territory there's still a lot of stuff they can go back and do there's still a lot of sort of bounties that they they go through in the anime um that you could still go back and do i don't know how you're gonna i mean vicious is still alive so you can still have a fight between fight and uh, spike and vicious at the end of season two um if it gets a season two which is I was going to say, do do they have, is it for sure yet or no? No, not yet, which is unfortunate. I, I hope it gets a season two because, um, yeah, there were definitely for me, even some like kind of cringy moments where I'm like, "Eh, you know, it's like, this is kind of weird. Even, um, the big one is, uh, Ed, um, who shows up at the very, very end. The guy with red hair, no, 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 the very end. Goggles, okay. yeah. So Ed is a character who is actually it's like a, it's a girl, but it's sort of like androgynous, like kind of yeah, um, character fan favorite, and is a big part of the anime. Okay. Uh, hacker, um, just very comedic relief character. Like, is what Ed does in the live action is very much the character of Ed in the. Of of Ed in the anime, very over the like extremely say, over the top. Very yeah, quirky. very quirky, extremely over the top. Um, everyone was talking about it. everyone was using the word cringe on Twitter. I will agree. Uh, Ed was definitely a little cringe there in that scene. Um, but again, I think that's something you could improve upon in a season two if you were to give it. Because I'm, I guess I'm always in the camp where I'm willing to give any show two seasons. Yeah. Like yes, definitely. Even if season one is terrible, because a lot of shows go watch their season one, then go watch their season two, and the season two is always so much more polished, so much better. Like even usually even more shows, money. <laughs> yeah. Even shows that have had like gone on to be like some of the most successful shows of all time. I use The Office as a great example. Go watch The Office season one and watch The Office season two. There were like huge changes between season one and and season two. Parks and um, Rec too. I remember Parks and Rec was kind of similar. There were there were a few characters that like going back like to season one. I was like, these people were not in the show. And then as soon right. as season two rolls around, you're like, nope, they're gone. Bye. Yep, they're gone. Yeah, that happens. That happen. That happens a lot. A lot of a lot of shows have characters who, uh, The West Wing is one. There's a character in season one and she's gone come season two so it's like you know that's um it's always sunny in philadelphia danny devito's not even in season one. Oh my god he's not he's not it was a, it was a season two change because they said hey they, they think this show is 
is good, but we need like we need to bring somebody in. So like this sh- for me, like I feel is like a solid. I I would give it like a seven out of ten. And so it's like I've de- that's for me definitely warrants a season two where you can look at the feedback, you can improve things. Um, it is kind of on its own. It's it's outside of its source material, but I. Yeah, but yeah. it has a, it. Yeah, I mean they're lucky because they have a fan base. Whether or not it's you know divided over the live action, um, I don't know. Like you said, there's I you know I mean, what do they have to lose? I mean, money wise, I wonder how much season one cost. I mean, would they have to give them that much more money to do season two? God, did they film this during COVID or did they have it so. done before? Okay, gosh. Which oh that that in we 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 didn't even know like how much that's going to be like two to three years down the line before we really begin to see just how much COVID uh, influenced things. It's kind of like going back and watching a lot of movies around that like two thousand eight two thousand nine period, strike, like the recession and there was the and writer's the writers strike. strike, and you're like, what's going on with some of these like shows or seasons? And it's like, it yeah, the just... writer's strike really killed things yeah and that was a that was like so tv is kind of interesting i don't know like how how you feel about it but like you just kind of like entered a core memory here that was a time where like you get really invested in a show and then it just would kind of just cliff dive it would literally just in and maybe some would be lucky enough to where they would kind of plateau a little bit and it was sort of just the same thing over and over but like I mean, there was True Blood. There was The Walking Dead. Um, luckily, that the show Breaking Bad was really good. That one wrapped up in time, but, like, the writer's strike affected it. And, like, TV, like, has put me in a kind of, like, gun-shy type of, uh, like, mentality in terms of, like, well, I don't even want to watch a single episode unless, like, I at least know that, like you said, like, is the first season okay? Like, is there a promise of a second one? You know, who's running the show? Is it a show that has, like, different writers and directors every episode? Or is this somebody's baby that they're, you know, going to carry with them for several seasons? And, like, we all went through it with Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I just was like, well, man, if Matt says this show's pretty good, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try it. And my sister just got me to watch um, Penny Dreadful, which was a three-season show on uh, HBO, I think it was, or Showtime. Uh, with Ava Green, and it's really good, and it's the same guy who created it, who pretty much does all the episodes, and then, you know, just, like, wrapped it up. So, like, to kind of wrap up this rambling point here, um, it's so rare to find a show that you can get through the first episode, second episode, and kind of, like, you know, see, like, how it can come around, or even if it just stopped, like, there's still quality to it, rather than, like, it going off the rails like things do sometimes like have a huge chance of going through yeah i mean i remember you know a show that and again this is one of these things where it's really going to be really interesting to see how covid has affected a lot of these shows too so even if you're watching something and you're thinking god this is bad like some of the stuff we're even experiencing right now with like wheel of time which is huge and awesome and out um it was such it was so affected by covid with just filming restrictions and all of these things but um, a show I remember, at least with the writer's strike, was Heroes. Heroes, uh, season one was like, I mean, it was Save the mass- cheerleaders, save the world. <laughs> it was this massive, 
massive show. I mean, it was to me, it was kind of like the last show before like Game of Thrones that everybody was talking about being like, what's gonna water happen? cooler show. Yeah, water water cooler. And then uh, season uh, two hit and it just nosedive. I mean, it went from first to like last. Like, I mean, I don't know how it happened, but again, it's sometimes these outside things influence it. So it, I I could see that being some somewhat of the case here. Um with with cowboy bebop possibly uh i have i have, I have to definitely do a, a little little sort of a deeper dive into it um but you know i i i think they got so much of this show right that again a season two you could really fix things i think the look um although i will say there is there are i did feel like there were some inconsistencies at times like the fighting sometimes looks like really awesome and at other times, it's like kind of slowed down a bit. Yeah, a little too much. Slow. Like a little bit yeah. to where it's like the choreography is like just right. Like the really knife fun. fight that Faye has in episode one is like kind of slow, kind of weird. But then some of the fights later on are really, really cool and they're really fast. Um, so the choreography was a little inconsistent. Which I think is a word you could use to describe this show. Not again, I wouldn't say bad, but definitely in there's yeah. there are some inconsistencies. Some some episodes you're like, this is great, it's and it's going really well. And then like some the next episode might scale back a bit. Um but I do feel like the overall look, the vibe, everything fits that sort of I don't even know how to describe. I don't want to say steampunk because it's not steampunk. It is that it's the space. It's like the anime East space jazz. western. Like, yeah. yeah, because the interesting thing is when this show came, when the anime came to America, it appeared on Cartoon Network on Toonami, uh, which was, I don't know if you're familiar with that uh, at all. What was that? Was that like a, like a special time for anime shows yeah. or something like yes. that? Okay. Yes. Okay, yeah, so it was, so they had kind of two things. They started out and they would do, um, I remember this, so um, it was like, I was in, because you're like, you're just like a few years, you're just like a few years older than me. Um, so I was in, I don't know, gosh, seventh, eighth grade, I think. So um, I think you probably would have been in high school when this was, when this was going on. So when did it, when did it come out? What year did it come out again? Um, Cowboy Bebop came. I'd have to say, like early two thousands, late nineties. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, that makes sense. I think I, I think yeah, I got went into high school two thousand one, fall two thousand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, it was. It just... it, yeah. So it was. It was right around that time. So I remember I would come home from school, and Car Cartoon Network was running. They called it Toonami, which is like, hey, we're bringing over animes. And it would be like, it would be like Sailor Moon, Thunder. It would be like Thundercats, Sailor Moon. Then it would be like okay. Dragon Ball Z. And then they started rotating shows. And it would be like, because because they're so short. I remember they did like Gundam Wing and some of these other ones. Um, and then at night, late at night, they would run anime as well. And there was this, there was this run they had were like these three space western animes all sort of came over like one after the other or around the same time and 
um i highly encourage you to check out all three especially the anime because i know you are a fan of animation so i do think you would i do think you would appreciate it man i do think the dubbed versions are very well done especially cowboy bebop cowboy bebop to me is a top 10 anime of all time like it's the anime is i think if you go watch even just a few episodes you're like i'm plowing through the rest because it's so good um then there's these other two one is trigun um and then this other one is outlaw star and i highly recommend all three and so to me like they all sort of fit into this like same category this space western bounty hunters um you know but like they're all broke you know, don't have a lot of money have to go hunt people you're going to these different planets but it's it's filmed like a western which is cool and that's what this has uh and that's definitely the vibe it gives off which i think is really cool but then the diff the big difference is that this has jazz to it which just sort of sets the, yeah. the stage there was like there was one part i think this girl was getting ready to do like a dance or something and they had like like electric guitar going but then the saxophone came in like at the same mm -hmm. time it was just like yeah like it's very pleasing the music is very very pleasing to the brain like it, it's just it, it's like almost like a it brings like a little bit of a nostalgia but like for not any time that i can remember like in my life there's almost like a when that jazzy music comes in and you get those wide shots there's almost kind of like this 20s kind of speakeasy sort mm. of underground kind of vibe to it that like yeah that really yeah. shines through and i think and, yeah and there's and there's so much to like the color palette in some of the episodes uh episode three where they're fighting on top of the rooftop um it's just like this like gorgeous sort of blue and orange uh, like purple there's a lot of purple in this yes. show which yes. is like really cool um and it's just such it's just such an interesting color palette that it sets and i do think they did a very good job um even if it even if it is somewhat of a departure from the source material it being you know the manga and the anime that it does a great job of just creating its own world and it's definitely something that's unique and i do feel like it all it works and so i think with with a season two it could really really improve and 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 be something that everyone really likes yeah that their their aesthetic foundation is completely set to yeah like you said all it would be is a couple little polishes what a little you know a little more quality sets you know stuff like that like um would be would be pretty would be pretty yeah, there's there's ed and that's a little bit of the cringe yeah, <laughs> yeah, as soon as that as soon as that, that kid popped up i was like here we go we've got some uh, funkiness we go. we've got the funkiness coming back to the show yeah and so um yeah so i def i definitely i definitely loved the look loved um the vibe what do you think about the pacing and and like time spent with characters do you feel like everybody got a good time what do you what do you mean what are your i think i think so i think when you when you kind of hover around that like just over 30 minutes to maybe capping off at like 50 minutes um i think that's a, a good a good pace and with the 10 episodes and then you give the last two an hour each um 
I thought that was really good. Um, I kind of like forgot at some point that Jet and Spike like are partners and everything, but like I kind of forget that like they don't, you know, Jet didn't really know the fearless aspect of Spike. And right. so when I was watching it towards the end, I was like, oh shit, like I totally forgot about that. Like that's going to be really hard for Jet because obviously he's the more emotional, seemingly more emotional out of the two. Um, you know, and the fact that his daughter gets taken because he wasn't shared this, you know, sinister past of spikes, right. you know, it just, I thought that was done really well. Um, uh, and then, yeah, when they showed in the, you, when that, uh, I think the pen, penultimate episode, when you see vicious the backstory and, episode, yeah. yeah, that backstory episode, I just was like, yeah, so it, it felt good. It felt like you got, like you said, just, just enough outside characters for humor, you know, funky, quirkiness, whatever. Um, and But you had enough of, like, the main cast to really, like, you know, get to get to know them and like them. Like, they were all very likable, especially, uh, what, what's the dog's name? Ayn? Ayn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they definitely kind of went in a weird direction with Ayn, uh, making him kind of like a robot. That's definitely different, but I it I was fine with it. I I, I didn't I don't know. Ayn is Ayn's a dog. Um, I was gonna t- I was like I wasn't sure if he was like a clone dog. Is he still like hooked up to something? Like what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool episode. But um, I think the episode uh, I liked the most, um, and I'll have to look up the title of it, uh, was the episode where um they are where they're looking for the, the, the all the bounties come in and uh-huh. and uh Faye and spike are like arguing over like hey which one are we gonna get and so at the end they kind of become friends um i do love that they did keep the bounty the bounty hunter tv show that is something that's in the anime it's hilarious it obviously appears more uh in the anime but i was glad they kept that I noticed that the two, because uh, I watch everything with captions, or at least I try to. Um, uh, I'm just going to grab my charger cord here for one second. Yeah, um, so, uh, what was it? The um, My ADHD already kicked in. What were we just talking about? Uh, favorite, sort of favorite episodes. And I was okay. talking, I was talking um, about the bounty hunters. Oh, yeah, yeah. The two hosts of the... Um, of the bounty hunter show, the little cowboy, whatever it like, it, it reminded me of a little bit of when Beetlejuice, uh, in uh, that movie was like doing his little advertisements, like you know, come on down, you know, like you know, you've got you know people the living bugging you, you know, his little advertisement. It kind of reminded me of like the campiness of that, but I noticed with the captions on uh, that their names are Punch and Judy. Have you ever heard of the Punch and Judy dolls? Mm-mm. Okay, like. I think like Renaissance times, whatever there, uh, there used to be these two like puppets, um, that like kind of like throughout like cinematic, cinematic history, you can kind of see in like random stories popping up. It's a guy puppet doll, girl puppet doll. And I think the story is like one of them ends up killing the other one. And it's weird little punch and Judy story. But anyways, if you Google it, punch and Judy are a set of these weird, uh, dolls that they would use in plays and stuff and i just thought it was that they that was absolutely intentional that they made the host those you know the girl and the guy right. um punch and judy so i wonder like 
I wonder what that symbolism is, but it was just right. like, I was like, wow. So it's like, yeah, I just like little, you know, little things yeah. like that, that kind of come out. Um, um, I thought the part with the elders, when a uh, vicious came in and you, you think that he was, he was shackled up and then they did the black widow thing and it, and it wasn't, uh, right. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the episode I was talking about, yeah. Dark side tango, which is episode five, which is jets, backstory again that same thing in the uh in in the in the anime as well um and then yeah the the part where it's uh spike and Faye are like arguing over like hey which bounty we're gonna take uh and then she talks then then he does the shower bath shower which she had like said and then he's like what's a loofah right and it's like yeah so just so ridiculous i know when she's like what are you guys raised by wolves she's like you take the shower you take the bath you take another shower which like that's actually a thing. I think I've done that quite a few times before. There's just like, I don't know. She's just, yeah. When she said that, I was like, <laughs> I guess other people do that. It's wasteful, but you know, whatever. But like, yeah, that was, that was just their dynamic. The three of them together when she's just sort of like, well, can I get a rat? Like when she's trying to get her ship back and then she takes Spike's little red ship up and she's in the dress and she's got the dot, like, I think they showed every time you go to the show on Netflix, it's her like winking and she's right. got like the dog with her. I thought that was done pretty well. Um, yeah. I thought the CGI, I thought, I thought all the CGI was fine. It was never anything. I was like, Oh, this looks bad or awkward or anything. No. Yeah. No better. I, it looked really good when she came in um, the church. When you think that like jet and the daughter, little Kimmy, little Kimmy and jet and spike are all going to get it. And like, she just zooms in. I thought that looked really cool. And after seeing Venom and Carnage, I really like a good church uh, fight scene, if you will. That looked pretty good when she was uh, shooting through the stained glass and stuff. That was pretty awesome looking. Yeah, I'm trying to look up the budget for this. Um, no, it's not said specifically, but the budget for Altered Carbon... So if you're trying to, I think it sort of does have a similar look and sort of vibe to that, uh, was around 7 million per episode. I don't think that show did very well, if I remember, right? I don't think so. I remember like being like, oh, that seems like a cool concept. And I think I tried to watch the first episode. And again, I was like, not going to get invested. Uh, it, did, it did get two seasons. It did? Okay. Right. It did It did get two seasons. So I think that there, I think then there's potentially hope uh, for this, that this could get... This could get two seasons because, again, one of the things I another reason one of the reasons I want this show to do well. And I, I guess I, by well, I don't mean like it's going to be Stranger Things or The Witcher level uh, for for Netflix, but well, because, you know, it took a very long time, I would say. And I feel like we're finally there where at least we're getting decent to sometimes okay to every once in a while good live action adaptation of video game properties yep um and one of the i i hope that this does well because anime you know as it's like it's like marvel and dc are over there just like you, you know warner brothers and disney are over there just pumping uh comic books for every every little penny they're worth we already went through, you know, the the like what the Hasbro line of Transformer toys, uh, getting movies yes. and Ninja Ninja Turtles reboots and everything. Yeah, I so, Right, but there is this enormous 
untapped market really of you know manga and anime where you have just amazing amazing stories and now you have netflix finding a lot of success with the international market with like squid game and this new one this like oh, headhunter yeah. whatever where we could finally start getting some pretty cool pretty you know good budgeted because yes. that was like that that was definitely the problem with the like the dragon ball movie i don't know if you've ever seen it but i mean it's like it's bad bad i mean it it has um what's his name he is in smallville he's more known as, from buffy he's uh i want to say he's, is he slayer in buffy oh is he the guy that plays uh james... david Boreanis? no is it like james uh, i gotta look I'm trying to blank i'll i'll know it here in a second um I think it's uh it's james something uh what is his name <laughs> marston i want to say james uh marsters is, oh is okay name. okay i was gonna say james yeah. marston you mean the guy from x-men no okay yeah james 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 marsters okay so okay. he's in the dragon ball movie um and he plays piccolo and it's bad i mean but he actually i did a okay job but the, the budget and is just like so absolutely terrible so you know anime and stuff like that has just never really been given the opportunity i would say to have decent live action adaptations and so i feel like comparatively this is it's like one of the best live action adaptations because this is good i mean this is good oh, yeah decent. absolutely yeah, I loved it, but I but I'm willing to at least see people's criticisms of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you never want to you never want to go into it, you know, want worship something too blindly. But yeah, no, I mean it's and it's a it's a really good example of um yeah of, of it can be done, you know, um just with a with a decent director you already have the story so you know what i mean find somebody to adapt it and you know if they pay attention to twitter and social media spaces they can find the people who they need to cast for it pretty easily you know what i mean just like let let everybody else do all the hard work you know what i mean just build some epic sets get a good uh get a good um you know a graphic team and you're good to go like it really yeah. like you said it wouldn't it really wouldn't be too much sweat off of any movie studios back, especially like Netflix. So, um, and my littlest just, we just noticed, um, they're both into Godzilla, but, um, Netflix has kind of a, I don't think it's anime, but they have a, like a three movie animated Godzilla thing. And I think it might be Japanese or something. Um, but he watched all three of them. So it's like, you know, in terms of animation, you can go back, you know, there, right. the technology is there to go back and forth. You can you can make a live action, do another spinoff animation and just go back and forth and back and forth. Like it's it, it's feasible. Yeah. Yeah. They just did. Um, they just did a anime sort of standalone movie, uh, The Witcher. Uh, Nightmare oh, of the Wolf, yeah. Which was, okay. It's fantastic. It's amazing. It was so good. I loved every second of that they did um castlevania which is a big video game series 
they did uh i think they did three seasons three or four seasons of that um and which is sort of a dormant video game franchise but it's certainly a long-standing beloved video game franchise that the anime was great and they have some they have other ones uh coming down the pipe this great video game series which i've talked about at length shenmue um is getting an anime series and to be honest that's something that i'm really looking forward to because uh it kind of has this troubled past where at one point it was like to go to make an incredibly long story short it was this game that came out and it was the most expensive video game ever made and it kind of flopped but it's like (laughs) so good and people who played it absolutely love it and then you got a second game and there was this incredibly long period in which everyone was waiting for the third game i mean like nobody ever thought it would ever even happen but because video games cost so much money to make you know we're like is is this is this story ever gonna get told is will will this story which is a good story that everyone's into ever gonna get finished and told and so here's netflix stepping in saying hey yeah we'll do a we'll do an anime adaptation of it because you can with anime and animation you know you can just do so much yeah um you can because you can you don't you're obviously don't need you know uh, 200 million dollars to have you know special effects and cgi and all this stuff you just do it do it for what it is will it trend as well as something in live action maybe not but that's where so shows like cowboy bebop come in and i think it could open the door which is why i want the show to to have a second season and be somewhat successful because it could open the door to so much more like a floodgate of of great stories that are just begging for like a live action version the, the gateway drug to animate to more to more yes, anime. Uh, yeah absolutely and no that's all, i mean like that's all like i ever hope to see is like more stories get a chance to be told in a in a really you know in a quality professional way rather than you know flim flammy slap it together try to get it out as fast as possible um so hopefully maybe that's like the direction they'll be going in with with some of this stuff rather than being like you know okay here's some popular piece of you know content or whatever and let's just you know try to huck it out there as fast as possible i think if people just take time and uh yeah again analyze the the audience of the story you're 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 good to go yeah absolutely so <laughs> Um, okay, well, I think uh, we'll just do some closing thoughts here on just sort of what we thought about the Cowboy Bebop uh, live action show, and maybe what score, what score, what score do you think you'd give it? I would definitely out of 10. Give, okay, probably seven point five out of out of out of ten. Um, it's been a long time since I've gone through like a whole season of like a brand new show, so the fact that like my attention maintain through it and um like you said you know the the there's a likability to the characters um it looks fun it feels fun uh it's not that hard to like kind of daydream and imagine yourself in this world you know what i mean um like you brought up the world building in it was amazing um i think if that was a little more shaky it probably would have been harder to get through but um it's an incredible feat and i think they 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 pretty much pretty much stuck the landing of what they were what they were going for 
yeah, yeah. I think I think I, I I would agree. I'm right around that seven, uh, seven seven out of ten mark. Even though I would give it a seven out of ten, I still absolutely loved it. Um, and I'm probably actually gonna watch it again. I actually just restarted uh the anime just because i wanted to to go to to go to go to go back um <clears throat> and and watch it and again i think so much of it for me and and some of the reasons that i i did really enjoy this was just the atten like attention to detail the fact that they <laughs> say like the tiny little things like see you space cowboy at the very end like the very end because that's at the end of every episode um tank which is the opening song being there um, they definitely brought a lot of what made the anime special, what made the anime special into, into the show. They did some things that changed it up a little bit, but I think opened it up for it to be more than one season could potentially now be six seasons. If it does really well, if given the opportunity, um, I will say. So um, I was like losing my mind uh, because we, when we started and we got the we got the opening song and I'm like wow this is great, but the closing song for episode one is just like I don't know what what it is, but it was not the song the real folk blues, which is okay. the song that plays at the end of every episode of the anime. So then at the end of episode three, which I think was the episode, um, was it episode? three yes so episode three was the one where, this is where i was like i'm in was at the end when spike gets the sniper rifle and he locates vicious yep. and yep. he like calls him to let him know he's still alive and then shoots the car even though i think you know he knows it has bulletproof glass and it just cuts him across the face yep, and then it and then i heard literally the first lot like the first drum beat of the closing song and i was like okay i'm in i'm i'm good i'm i'm here and i literally plowed through the rest yeah no it it they did they did a really a really good job with that and just like yeah knowing that those two had their history where like in my mind you know from what i thought it looked like dang you know vicious came and just stole his girl shot him and left yeah. him for dead and <laughs> stole this pretty blonde lady and she's just been stuck with this asshole ever since or i'm sorry a-hole ever since oh, and yeah. like then you know th that was another thing i really enjoyed there was really good plot twists really good turns um uh yeah and then when the end you see like oh no like she was kind of dating vicious first and then you know he he's the bad guy and he's the good friend and he's you know what i mean and it just it just was so well done. It was well crafted uh, storytelling there in the end when it came to when it came to that stuff. Like it was good. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I recommend it. I think you. I think I think you would. Uh, I think you would like the anime. I I I think you would uh, if you enjoyed this and knowing you know just your sort of history you know with um, Star Wars uh, like Rebels and everything like that. I do think you would check it. And it is on Netflix. The the anime. Yeah. Oh, is, good. Okay. It is, yeah. If you type in Cowboy Bebop, they both come up. So it is, it is there. Um, and there's a lot more anime on Netflix, but I think that's like that's that's a great place to jump. Cowboy Bebop is a great place to just jump into anime um, in the first place. So uh, awesome. Well, hey, Lady Sarah, thank you for coming on. Where can people find you on the internet? 
Well, the, the one place on social media that you will find me is on Twitter, and that's at, at Sarah Palpatine for all your uh, Star Wars content and funness uh, pretty much there. And then um, I've got the two podcasts, Curiosity Killed a Cat and Hello There, which is like uh, Matt mentioned all about Star Wars animation. So, which Matt, I will be having Matt on shortly. Hey, absolutely. And I've been on Curiosity Kills the Cat many times. Yes. Uh, talking, we, we, seems like we, you and I always end up talking Warner Brothers properties, which is great. And we're probably going to have to do, I mean, if I'm just going to sort of invite myself on. Please I mean, do. I just saw, I just saw the trailer. Uh, I haven't really been paying close attention other than just knowing it's coming out. Just saw the trailer for the new Matrix movie and it looks awesome. <laughs> Dude, it looks so good. And yes, we'll talk about it because I just watched The Matrix uh, like two days in a row and watched like the first half and then the second half. And then I started, uh, I haven't really seen the other two yet. Like I've seen the second one a little bit, but like I don't think all the way through. So Yeah, the, the second and third one get like rough. really complex no they're good okay. movies they're it's just complex like okay. the first movie you watch you're like wow this is crazy the second movie you watch and you're like wait like what's kind of going on here and then the third movie you're watching like i have literally no clue what's going on here but this is <laughs> awesome i mean it's like it's like uh it's out of there so i'm excited to see the fourth one and then there is a animate it's called the animatrix um, oh yeah and it's a okay. little sort of like short movie thing and it kind of like explains some of the stuff um okay. i have it's been an incredibly long time since i've seen it to really understand like to, to remember like what it sort of explains and stuff like that but um if you're like gonna dive super deep into it but uh yeah i mean everyone's super hyped about spider-man and rightfully so because that's gonna be amazing uh no pun intended yes. but but it's like man i saw that trailer for the matrix and i was just like oh yeah wow we can't Let's not sleep on this. No, this no. Awesome. And again, yeah. go back to quality and professionalism. Oh, yeah. And it's just like taking care of your set and your people. Like you it just, I've been looking up some behind the scenes stuff of the first and uh, first matrix. And just, it just looks like the, the directors very much know what they're doing and how they want to oh, yeah. do it. And so, yeah, I'm Jack. Yeah, we will definitely put that one on the books for sure <laughs> awesome 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 all right well you can find me anywhere on the internet at super gains bros uh as again appreciate you ladies here thank you for coming on and thank you guys as always for listening Oh, no.